Well, I mean, I think a lot of the, um, you know, the fine dining restaurants and mid-range restaurants will be able to make the transition without any difficulty. I think, you know, as far as a real taste or economic impact, I don't know. I suspect on the lower end, particularly traditional southern cooking, soul food, uh, as well as some beloved junk food classics. You know, my argument with the whole thing is more ideological, uh, the slippery slope argument, rather than, than you know, it, it's not that I, I find trans fats particularly delicious or noble. I, I just don't like the whole idea of, of, of legislating them out of existence. So you wouldn't normally use it in any of your cooking? Uh, no, I wouldn't. And in fact, I mean, I, I, I enjoy a cheap donut now and again. But I mean, I, I would agree that, that A, they're bad for you. I don't, I don't think there's any any argument to be made that trans fats are good for you, I believe very strongly that we should have the right to eat foolishly uh, and eat junk food if, if we so choose. Uh, you know, my, my argument is that are we infants? Are we children? Have we, have we as a society given up completely on the idea that, that we can educate ourselves and make informed decisions? Apparently not. But if you well, look around the streets, I mean, even the streets of New York City, you see overweight seriously, dangerously, uh, ridiculously overweight people going around, and, and clearly they aren't making the right decisions. No question, but, but, but you know, the same people who are saying, uh, on one hand, you are too foolish, too infantile, too stupid to do something as elemental as decide what to put in your mouth, these are the same people who see you know, eating your way up to 400 pounds as, as a life, an alternate lifestyle choice. So, I mean, I think we should make up our mind here. I think with it, that the onus should be on the individual decisions. I'm all for educating people, giving them uh, intelligent, better, healthier, and most importantly, tastier alternatives. But I just think it's a dangerous, dangerous precedent to just throw our hands up and say, well, you know, the population are just too stupid to learn, to aspire to better, to hope for better, to better themselves. Uh, they're just too dumb. We have to take these very, the most basic elemental decision as far as what we're going to eat out of their hands. But this all comes down to the real libertarian problem, doesn't it? Because if these people do eat what they want and they eat badly and they get uh, health problems, they then have to go to, to hospital and be dealt with by public services, which, which your taxes pay for. No question. We're paying more just in fuel costs, uh, you know, for American air carriers, you know, lugging all these jumbo-sized humans around. It's obvious that we have a huge problem with, with enormous problem with obesity. You know, the way you deal with that is, you know, it's a traditional way. I mean, you don't make that sort of thing acceptable. You know, I, I think it's entirely appropriate to, to mock and stigmatize people for their bad choices. Well, the point of them is in the street is more acceptable than, than banning what they eat. Exactly. It's perfectly okay to clog my, you know, my emergency exit with your enormous behind, um, because that's an alternate lifestyle choice. But I don't think that the government should step in once again and decide what I, as a relatively healthy individual, you know, can or can't put in my mouth. And I, I you know, uh, I don't think it's hysterical to suggest that that if they get away with this, they're they're going to move on to, to to things that are really important to me, like you know, ch uh, unpastured raw milk cheeses. Uh, foie gras. I mean, there's plenty of good stuff out there that is also not good for you. I'm an old-time liberal Democrat, but uh, it really alarms me to see the left in particular begin to, to you know, act like uh, the extreme right. I mean, uh, we seem to be collectively yearning for a man on a horse to tell us what to do, and that's, that's never a good thing. So if there's a kind of prohibition, you might run a kind of eat-easy, something like that, perhaps? Uh, <laughs> it might well come to that. I mean, it already has to some extent. There are secret dining societies now in uh, cities in the Pacific Northwest where people get together in private homes and eat uh, what is not currently 
available, shall we say, in, in restaurants. What sort of things? Smuggled in raw milk, uh, unaged cheeses from Europe, flower peppers from uh, China, you know, cute little game birds from France, stinky cheeses from Sardinia, uh, things like that. Good stuff.